Hey, Tim. Hey, Greg. What's going on? Uh, not too much. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening in June of 1993? Uh, June of 93. It's fun to go back to June of 93. It is. I think a lot of stuff happened back in June of 93 <laughs> that I can actually remember. <laughs> Pinnacle was my childhood because that was when I uh, graduated from high school. That's right. Yeah. You were the year ahead of me, even though we're basically the same age. You, right. got, you got me uh, yeah. by a year there. Parents so. kicked me out of the house and uh, <laughs> said go to school. <laughs> I think I was just too immature. My parents were like, oh, we can't send this one to school. <laughs> so... Probably one of the biggest things that was kind of a pop culture thing was the movie that came out, Jurassic Park. Huge, huge movie. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw it, uh, honestly, seven or eight times uh, when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal. And I mean, I, I this is a rare case of where I actually read the book prior to seeing the movie. Um, I think the book came out in 1990. And yeah, then the yeah. movie obviously came out in June of 93. So... Uh, I wasn't even that big of a reader at that point in my life, but okay. something about the the hype of it, or maybe it was a friend who said, you really should read the book. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I really enjoyed the book. And then okay. obviously seeing the movie, I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I never read the book. Okay. So I didn't have any preconceived notions. Was it close? Was it good? I like, mean, a compared- lot of it, I think, was, you know, it's 30 years ago, so I, my memory of it isn't <laughs> fantastic, but I do think it was, you know, it was, it was on par with, you know, the storyline okay. that they followed and... uh and I've since read a few of uh, Michael Crichton's other books, which are very detailed. And so I think that's sort of okay. the thing I took away from it is there's like a ton of detail, like scientific detail okay. that in the movie adaptation, they took some liberties and, you know, did some stuff there. But oh, it, okay. it was still awesome. I mean, it was oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So, yeah. I mean, when you had uh, emailed me and said, oh, this might be a good topic. And I was like, no, Jurassic Park's not 30 years old. I was like, there's no, oh, dang, it is 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and I think we're going to run up against that a lot. Like over yeah. the next couple of years, it's just going to be like, and this is 30 years old. And this is 30 years old. So. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But what a great movie, though. Yeah. I mean, who you know, Steven Spielberg, right? Written yeah. by Michael Crichton, as, as you mentioned. Uh, some of the actors. Like, it's funny. The main the main people really weren't huge stars. Mm-hmm. But it seems like a lot of other people were, right? Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Attenborough. With sure. Hammond. Yeah. Um, and of course, Wayne Knight from uh, Seinfeld uh, fame. <laughs> yeah. Having Newman in it was just great. He played the role perfectly of oh. being the, you know, the crazy, you know, systems analyst. Yeah. And, <laughs> and even his reactions. Like, I will n- never forget that reaction when he opens up the can of Barbazol. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just so excited. So excited. And, like he sprays it in his hand and he's like, Oh, it works. You know, <laughs> just that little, you know, very Newman esque. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And, uh, you know, having Jeff Goldblum in it too was, oh, yeah. was fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I don't know that he's ever shaken the role that he played as the fly where he's just a little bit twitchy and a little bit. Yeah. Nerdy. And yeah. Yeah. But he had some awesome moments in the movie. And, and one that I, I didn't realize this was an ad libbed part of it, but there's the scene where he's trying to lure the T-Rex away with, by waving a flare. Oh, yeah, on the back of the, the truck or something. Yeah, right? like he was, runs away because right, yeah. it's attacking the, the kids. And apparently that was he just did that. That wasn't part of the script. Oh, really? He was just supposed to run away. Oh, And okay. so he, he took an opportunity to try to be more heroic <laughs> and try to you know lure the, the T-Rex away from the kids. And it ended up obviously making it into the film. Which that, was pretty oh, neat. that is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It was a neat um, combination of CGI, which at the time was... Brand, brand spanking new and animatronics yeah 
because the Triceratops was an animatronic, and there were a lot of the scenes with the T-Rex were were still, you know, real, so to speak. Yeah, and I I heard that the the robotic version of the T-Rex was kind of out in the rain a lot just because of the scenes they were shooting Mm. and where they were, you know, the locations they were in, and because of all the water, some of the electronics would sort of short out, and it would sort of spring to life unexpectedly. <laughs> How awesome. I guess there were a couple of times where, you know, like the crew's eating the lunch, and all of a sudden the T-Rex starts moving around. So that seems like it was, it just added to the 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 fear that that, that yeah. uh, robotic slash CGI character created. So it's pretty awesome. And I know that it was also, um, and I don't know how, like the, you know, timing, but um, the sound quality, right? The THX right? You know, who blow you away in the beginning of the movie, (laughs) um, of the dinosaur, you know, stomping or the T-Rex stomping it, it all together was just a fantastic movie. Yeah. And even the Foley, I mean, I I read a little bit about like what other animals they would use to create the sound effects to Mm. simulate what dinosaur might sound like. And some of it was like growls from dogs and lions and (laughs) elephants and, you know, all these different animals that they worked together to create these intense, uh, scary sounds. The velociraptor noises were so cool. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I I think earlier I mentioned that, like, uh, Crichton's book, I think, was a little more scientific Mm. than what, you know, the Hollywood interpretation was. And they talked a little bit about how, like, even the size of the velociraptors, they were bigger than what they actually probably were. Yeah. They're probably covered. They've since kind of theorized that maybe they were covered in feathers versus, you know, being more like the the leathery sort of quality. And But those, just the fear factor of how intelligent they, mm-hmm. they they portrayed them and how that came yeah. through that, you know, clever girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the, the two kids were in the, uh, the kitchen and they opened the door. Oh yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and the clicking yeah. of the, oh. you know, the one talon. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> well, it did gross a billion dollars, a billion dollars, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Some of the, uh, interest, I thought this was kind of interesting. Um, uh, you know, I mentioned Richard Attenborough was, he's the old guy, Hammond, who did the whole thing. But uh, a couple other actors that were considered for the part, Clint Eastwood, okay, Marlon Brando, all right, and Sean Connery. Mm, all right. I think I think some of those could have worked, but I mean, having Attenborough, it really fit the part. Just fit so well. Yeah. yeah I can't imagine one of those others fitting as well. <laughs> but I think similarly, they had, I think they had talked to Harrison Ford about possibly being the, yeah. the main doctor. And again... It probably would have worked, but he was so iconic in his other roles. Would the movie have created the same flair, you know, that it had yeah. with having uh, Sam Neill? I think is the actor. Yeah, was, I think so. Yeah, and and he became that that guy, that like, guy. For, forevermore. Yeah. <laughs> he was always the Doctor from uh, Jurassic Park. So very cool. Very cool. I was looking at some other things. So I didn't know this, but that uh, uh, Steven Spielberg was also filming. Um, Schindler's List yeah, at yeah. the same time he would be editing at night and filming in the day editing Jurassic Park which we've done um, but he rented two satellites uh, through a Polish television uh, station so that he could communicate back and forth uh, and they cost uh, 1.5 million dollars a week wow. to utilize those satellites <laughs> that's pretty amazing <laughs> which a, an iPhone FaceTime probably could do the whole trick today yeah yeah <laughs> And I, I think I'd heard that uh, with the editing, he actually had brought in um, Industrial Light and Magic, you know, uh, Lucas's oh, company, sure. who obviously helped with the CGI part of it. And I think it was their animators that sort of convinced them to do CGI in the film rather than 
what the original plan was, which I thought was crazy, but apparently they were going to do stop motion. I did see something um, about that. Yeah. And, you know, then obviously they, they brought in this little clip, I guess, to kind of say, hey, oh, we can do this. By the and, way. And Spielberg was, was blown away by it. <laughs> and then fast forward to the end when, when he was trying to do the editing and, and also work mm-hmm. on Schindler's List, I think that George Lucas jumped in and was also part of the sort of the the editing and, oh, and okay. post-production and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Know, they work together to create this yeah. billion-dollar movie. <laughs> we'll have to look and see. Was this the last movie they did together? Yeah, we could definitely yeah, report, card, report that card that one. I'm yeah, just curious because yeah. uh, they did so many. They collaborated quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Now this was this is more just you know like a personal connection to it all. But when uh, my wife and I had our honeymoon, we went to Kauai uh, in Hawaii. Oh, nice! And it was one of the locations that they <laughs> they shot the movie. And we're on our honeymoon. And we're like, well, let's just spend money. Like it's water. And you yeah, know, we we did all these ri- ridiculous <laughs> things. And one of them was that we took a helicopter ride around the island. Oh, very cool! And they fly you through the valley that the helicopter kind of flies through at the beginning of the movie as they're flying per- into yeah. the island. Um, and it, it was pretty amazing to, to be in a helicopter at all, let yeah. alone flying through, you know, these cool areas of that, Kauai. Yeah. And then of course they're like, and this is where they shot Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Um, that movie was out the entire summer. So if, yeah. who didn't see, you know, it during the summer of 93, yeah. uh, multiple times at mm-hmm. that. Right. Yeah. I think I had taken, you know, three dates. <laughs> to see it across the course of the summer um but i would always go with my friend yeah. and we um it, it eventually went to the dollar movie theater mm-hmm. towards the end of the summer and then even then um, i don't even know if dollar movie theaters exist anymore to be honest i don't know i don't think so um it, even at the end they actually were offering it free wow <laughs> they were just making enough <laughs> off of concessions that they kept showing it so my friend and i we like when i say we went seven eight times it's probably like an understatement yeah. but we started coming up with a kind of like Rocky Horror Picture Show, where we would say things <laughs> knowing what the next line yeah. would be or what action was, was happening. That's funny. Faster. Let's go faster. <laughs> or like, watch your step when he trips in the mine. <laughs> we would get every single time. Yeah. Whereas the uh, the SUV's falling through the tree, you know, where he's got to get to to yep. get away. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was such a great movie. It, it left so many great memories of just the, the fun and magic of a yes. world that couldn't possibly happen and happened in this this uh you know sci-fi movie but it was it was really amazing yeah and then on the flip side you hear now of like genetic splicing of you mm-hmm. know the potentiality of i think it was the woolly mammoth i heard they were going to potentially oh, really? try to bring back okay like, oh my gosh we're living we're in there. Jurassic Park. we're there <laughs> leave my woolly mammoth dead and, leave it alone. <laughs> and every detail in that movie was just fantastic that little video where they were like a little genetic thing mm-hmm. jump. I mean, like yeah. everything in that was just so, so well done. Yeah. Amazing. A plus. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sequels, not so much. But. Yeah. I, I, I did still enjoy the, yeah. the, probably the reboot, the Jurassic world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was enough time that had gone by the, the sequels that followed the original where the, you know, it comes to the city and so yeah. it was a, it was New York city, as, I think right? not as amazing. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say that. it was an amazing process to create, the cgi and do everything that they did but the mm-hmm. the storyline and everything it just didn't hold up to the original because it was yeah. a sequel <laughs> <laughs> well there were other movies in 93 the summer of 93 really <laughs> yeah i mean it wasn't just jurassic park if you can believe it <laughs> um there was a movie uh sleepless in seattle with ah, yes. a little unknown actor by the name of tom hanks right 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 uh, that guy yeah. meg ryan i think her name is yeah, I think he might. Yeah, he yeah. might be right. I think that was her name. 
<laughs> now I uh, can hold the uh, um, dubious honors of never having seen this movie. Really? Yes, I wow. somehow avoided ever seeing it. But uh, you? I did see it a long, long time ago. <laughs> I remember a few scenes from it, but I feel like some of the You've Got Mail mm-hmm. and Sleepless in Seattle, it kind of like crosses over because there was a lot of, in my mind, similarities. And whether or not there were, I don't, I can't remember, <laughs> but they kind of blend together. Because I was going to say, there's that scene where they're up on the top of the building, and I'm like, no, wait that's, a minute, that's sleepless, <laughs> or that's uh, see, you just did it. Yeah. <laughs> You've got mail. So <laughs> another one of, uh, I actually liked this movie quite a bit. It was a big flop because of Jurassic Park, but um, Last Action Hero yeah. with uh, Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Did you Did you see that one? Oh yeah. It was yeah. so. I thought it was really good. Yeah. And they had all the different, like, uh, like in Terminator, it was uh, Stallone instead of him. Like, there was just so many cameos and different little callbacks to other movies. I, I did like that movie a lot. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was, I think, because it came out in the summer, too, there was just so much build up to the action films mm-hmm. in the summer during that, yeah. you know, the, the 90s. And I mean, there's still an element of that. But I just feel like maybe because of my age, I got so excited about those big yes. summer blockbuster yes. movies, even if they didn't turn into a blockbuster. I, I still care. was <laughs> super excited to see it. Yeah, and I know I watched it a bunch of times. Like it'd be on Sunday matinee movie mm-hmm. or you know whatever, yeah. or HBO weekend or something, and I'd always watch it. And I yeah. really liked it. Um, and actually, this is kind of a sad thing to know, but you know Tina Turner just just passed just, away yeah, just recently. Yeah. Um, but in '93 of June, there was a movie, a biopic. Uh, What's love got to do with it? All about Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. So, but that was the one with. Uh, Angela Bassett and uh, Larry Fishburne. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne is now tied with Lionel Richie in number of references in our podcast. I think you're right. We'll have to uh, see if Lawrence wants to uh, join us. There we go. (laughs) And then uh, I think the the last movie of note from that uh, June of 93 was Dennis the Menace. I was shocked. I I, I put it to the list, added it to the list because it made $51 million. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah, I just uh, was kind of blown away that it made that much money. But yeah. did you see it? I don't. I did not. Did you? I I feel like I might have seen bits and pieces of it. Okay, but I don't. I don't one hundred percent remember. I feel like um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. He was in Grumpy Grumpy oh, Old Man. Walter Matthews. Yeah, Walter Matthews. He was he was a great in it, actor. Right? Yeah, he yeah. was uh, whatever. Uh, the neighbor, uh, Mr. Wilson. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I saw bits and pieces, but yeah, I don't remember the whole mm-hmm. storyline. And the kid who played Dennis the Menace, I feel like he was in like one other movie of note but i don't even remember the actor's name oh, okay do you report card it now yeah. Yeah. yeah all right well there it is there. all the movies uh, of note for june of 1993 nice hey great hey tim how you doing i'm doing great still trapped in uh, june of 93 oh man talk about reliving it <laughs> it's a great month <laughs> so good there's so many awesome things that were going on we were just so plugged into the culture right i mean i just feel that you know that was our time yeah know? yeah yeah it's I, it's funny I, I was thinking back to even like what i was driving and mm. i had sort of an odd car i think i might have mentioned it before i had a subaru brat oh yeah so 93 yeah, that was like the the height of the subaru brat yeah know, just cruising around <laughs> going to the movies driving to my summer job doing that well it's also funny because i just you know looking at it um my twin boys just graduated high school so yeah. 30 years later now this is their june yeah of their you know uh, yeah for senior, you with yeah. graduating yeah this is like that's pretty pretty awesome actually a little so. weird <laughs> i'm old <laughs> uh, 
So what else uh, What else happened back in June of 93, Greg? There, there was a lot going on, actually. You know, um, you remember Connie Chung? Yes. Everybody remembers yeah. Connie Chung. Yeah. Uh, she joined Dan Rather as anchor of CBS Evening News. All right. And I got a little weird bit of Connie Chung the trivia. She's married to Maury Povich. <laughs> you know, as you were saying that, I was like, my brain was like tick 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 and i was like i think i know where you're going and yeah maury povich yeah and well, are they i wonder if they're still married do you know we'll have to report card yeah it. yeah have to find out <laughs> boy did he marry up <laughs> yeah yeah so also uh in the beginning of the month prince celebrated his birthday okay and in doing so he decided to do something amazing as prince <laughs> loves to do and that oh, yeah. was change his name to an unpronounceable symbol it's so meta <laughs> Yep, there it is. Uh, you know, it, it was so unique, and you laughed at him at first. Yeah, you know, but at the end of the day, it's okay. He's yeah. Prince or and, something. And I mean, from a the standpoint of making yourself unique and making yourself stand out, yeah, how better than by doing something no one else has done, ever done before? It way to go, Prince. Yeah, I think he 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 won that debate of whether you know he was weird or not. Yeah, I think he's like, you know what? Let's <laughs> close the book on that one. Yeah, we now know. Yeah. <laughs> On June 9th, uh, the Stanley Cup Finals finished up, and the Montreal Canadiens beat the L.A. Kings 4-1 to to win their 24th Stanley <laughs> Cup championship. You know, the Yankees fans like to talk a lot, and you know, blah, 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 but, you know, the Montreal Canadiens have, you know, a little bit of bling in their, in their closet. A little bit, yeah. And I think the local teams... Even, you know, your Jersey Devils yeah. or the Philadelphia Flyers, we, we're not anywhere near 24. The, the so. three the Devils have is great and pretty <laughs> impressive, but... <laughs> and it's been quite a few years since Philadelphia <laughs> sniffed the uh, Stanley Cup, so it's been a while. Maybe ne- <laughs> maybe next year. Maybe. <laughs> um, so that brings us to the middle of the month, June 13th. Uh, Hulk Hogan defeated Yokozuna... For the WWF championship. I think you have that backwards. I think Yokozuna oh. defeated. <laughs> I should put my reading glasses on because <laughs> I'm now an old man. <laughs> well, we don't want to receive all that email that we messed up, right? We want to cut that off. At the... <laughs> put the play the rewind uh, sound. <laughs> Yokozuna beats Hulk Hogan to be, <laughs> become the WWF champion. Uh, on June 14th. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is nominated to the United States Supreme Court by President Bill Clinton, RBG. Yeah, <laughs> it was a big deal. It was. Uh, on June 20th, the NBA Finals, Chicago Bulls became the first team since the legendary Boston Celtics of the 60s to win three consecutive titles with a 99-98 victory in Game 6 over the Phoenix Suns. And I think we can guess who our MVP was, <laughs> one Michael Jordan. And that was, if I'm correct, because I think you're a little bit of a bigger basketball fan than I was, but that was the year before he first retired, right? As we, I think, mentioned, didn't he retire after this, I think. And then, but his last shot was to win the championship, which is why I was shocked that he came back because, you know, him jumping up over John Stockton, maybe? Wait, who was was it? Oh, the Suns, no. Mm. I thought the last winning shot was done by Michael Jordan and like he rode off into the sunset. Yeah. It all sounds right, but yeah. we might have to verify. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> see who took that winning shot. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, on June 23rd, a very big event happened <laughs> when a Miss Lorena 
Gallo, Bobbitt, amputates her husband's hoo-ha, her husband being John Wayne Bobbitt. So (laughs) that was quite the uh, big news. Um, Have no fear. It was reattached. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely got a lot of... uh, a lot of news related to that for many, many months, I think. It was, yeah. yeah. A lot of jokes constantly. Oh, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> and then the trial and then everything that happened afterwards. It was a pretty big deal. Yeah. And that wraps up our events for June of 1993. Oh, take the box! The box! You the box! You the box! Yes, Tim, it's time to play our favorite game of What's in the Box. Yes, and this will be a 1993 edition of What's in the Box. So shall we see what is in the box? Let's do it. All right, so do you want to explain what you've got here, or should we just go with it? All I'll say is that all the items in here are from 93. Awesome. So go from there. Let's see. Uh, this feels like a CD. All right. Let's see. A 1993 CD. Oh, I think I had this. The Breeders. Ah, uh, yes. Album Last Splash. Yeah. I think Cannonball was probably the big uh, big song on that album. That was. Yeah. That was a pretty good album. Uh, it's got the the um, strawberry. It looks like, I, you know, the first glance you might think it's a strawberry. Mm-hmm. Because it looks like it's got seeds on it, but actually it's like a heart with like dark red blood on it, which yeah. is a pretty good co- uh, album cover. Yeah. So Yeah. I saw them in concert. Oh, you did? Yeah. They opened it up for Nirvana. Oh, wow. And uh, it was at Lehigh University back in the day. Nice. And uh, my girlfriend really wanted to see the readers and was into Nirvana, but not nearly as much as I was. Right. Uh, and she wasn't feeling great after the breeders and kind of wanted to leave a little early. And I was like, no, sorry, sorry. You got to see Nirvana. Here's the keys. Go wait in the car. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that was a, it was a good show. Both the breeders and uh, Nirvana. Yeah. They they did. Oh, okay, cool. So this must've been, what did you see that was this 93? You know, I'm going to have to pull the ticket stub and see if it was, yeah, it might've been, might have been in 93, so possibly it, 94. I'm not sure. So was it their, um, oh my God, I'm blanking, The Baby in the Water? What, what album? Uh, um, well, Nevermind was the, the, uh, the, the, the main album that hit. Yeah. To the, you know, the public, uh, Bleach was their first album. And then, uh, in, then in 93 was, uh, was when uh, their second studio album came out, which was in utero. So do you think it was, what, what um, like tour was it then? Do you, do you, did you get a t-shirt? I do. I did get a T-shirt. Oh, it was we, like the classic, you know, like just the the, the woman, the see-through sort of. Uh, oh, torso. Yeah, oh, with the okay. wings. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's it's not fared terribly well. It looks pretty bad. Yeah, but, you wore it a few times. Yeah, a couple times. Nice. <laughs> so, all right, I will uh, go take a spin, it, even yeah. though I know what most of these things are because they were mine. I'll try to pull something a little bit different. Okay, here we go. What's in the box, Tim? So this is uh, from my summer job, service merchandise. I'm here to give you friendly service with my name on it. Now, now I noticed your full name, Timothy, is listed there. Did they ask you, do you want your full name? Do you want Tim, Timmy? Yeah, they just printed it. They didn't care. That's what they gave me. Okay. Although we we were prone to just leaving our badges in the drawer. (laughs) And so I was Ryan most days. Just grabbing (laughs) whatever. whatever is in there. Uh, this one doesn't have it, but for a long time I had the in training badge across the bottom. Ooh. 
Uh, and then if you did all of your training, eventually you got the certified electronic specialist across mm. the bottom. I had both of those. Um, I liked using the in-training one, though, because then, you know, you people c- didn't care what you said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, SMC was their little, uh, I guess, acronym that they wanted what you to that smile, okay. make eye contact, mm-hmm. and continually greet all customers. Okay. Hello, welcome, hello, 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 welcome, 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 hello, hello. How can I help you? Can I help you? Hello, hello. Continuous, it got Conti- very tedious. I can imagine, yeah. I mean, how many times are you supposed to welcome the same person? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I feel like that when you walk into some stores, they kind of have a similar thing, like uh, Five Guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they might all say welcome to you when you walk in. Like, I think some certain stores, you know, yeah. do that kind of yeah. thing, which is cool. I think there's a place called Moe's, and they just yell, welcome to Moe's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moe's is good. Yeah. People like uh, Chipotle, Chipotle, whatever it is. But I'm You prefer Moe's? I definitely prefer Moe's. All right. Big time. Good to know. <laughs> Should we go back to the box? Yeah, let's do at least one more. Well, at least in. one more. Yeah. You put this together. We gotta, I'm going to dig around. I'm going to make a mess. Yeah, go for it. I'm trying to find something. <laughs> what is this? Am I breaking something? No, go for it. <laughs> awesome. This is a... I need my reading glasses. <laughs> 1993 ATYA Storm Seasonal and Tournament Second Place Trophy for Basketball awarded to a young Mr. Tim Feather. Yeah, there it is. Very nice. <laughs> what position did you play on the basketball team? Uh, I was a forward. Okay. Uh, I did not make the high school team, so a bunch of my friends and I we we found a local like municipality that didn't have a, a basketball oh, yeah, team. Yeah, sure. And uh, so we told them we wanted to play, and one of the one of the kids who was on the varsity team's mom was our coach. So oh. her son didn't even play on the team, but she was she was our coach, and it was awesome because she would just say, "Oh, you five guys go play." And then at a certain time, she'd pull all them out and put the other five. The guys next in. five, in. <laughs> and uh, we had such a blast. It was such a good time. Oh, that's and nice. We were the we were the storm. The storm. Yeah. Did you pick that name? Uh, I'll be honest. I don't remember the exact uh, details of how the the name came to be. But okay, uh, I'll have to ask my one friend. I'm sure he knows the, nice. the story behind it still. Right. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, I uh, bet. Yeah, like a t- rec league, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it for two years, and it was a lot of fun. So. No? Oh, very cool. Yeah. The second year, we actually had, like, official jerseys. The first year, we just had T-shirts with our number and Storm across it. But the second year, we got these, like, over-the-top, like, professional-looking, <laughs> you know, jerseys. So <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. And then they had, like, the, I think it must have been either when we got these trophies or maybe it was the second year, we had to go to, like, the, the municipal, like, award ceremony kind of thing and it was really funny because we had some other like school thing we needed to get to and they made like a an announcement well we're going to give the storm their recognition first they have some other thing they need to do (laughs) (laughs) we kind of felt bad but like okay we're just blowing in yeah grab our stuff and go but um anyway it was you were the storm yeah that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) well played all right right. what's in the box tim what else we got here uh Oh, all right. Let's go with this. Oh, all right. So I have a audio cassette. What is that? This was a band from my high school. Oh, okay. Uh, they went by Meat Leaf. <laughs> uh, the album was Free Mandela. Please take one. And uh, I would go and see these guys <laughs> on a Friday night. They okay. performed at a place called Scarlet's, which was like an underage, like oh, open yeah. mic kind of yeah. place. 
and uh i don't even know how many tracks are on it i think let me just see if i can give you a rough number all right so there are f- b-side is 15 songs a-side has 17. wow that is a very very busy yeah so uh, they laid down set. a lot of tracks <laughs> a fair number were covers i was going to ask a number of covers yeah a lot of uh, nirvana covers okay and then uh, a fair number of original original pieces interesting yeah so uh if you want i'll play just a moment's worth i think that would be fantastic my question is are they still together i don't believe that they are no No, i don't think so could we get a reunion of meat leaf yeah i'll have to i'll have to reach out to jesse cody and greg and see if (laughs) they're willing to maybe uh, they could just do one show like uh, you know all right let's see what we got here now this is an audio cassette, so it's it's bending a little bit. I, I, so there's I, some garage band quality music. I was going to say, I yeah. can't believe they didn't get signed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the time of garage bands, this was the time of garage bands, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed going to see them yeah. play and stuff. So I think it's great. Well, you know, I was in a garage band for a little while, you know, in my high school days. And just the idea of you're just being creative and goofing off and, and putting stuff together. Such a great feeling. Yeah. yeah it's it good for that. Good for meat leaf. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have time for one more. All right. One more. Let's one more it. in the what's in the box. All right. All right. So let's see. What is in the box? I'm going for something a little different here. Now, you know what? I did different last. Well, I don't want to break anything. I got to go with the CD. I know it's a CD. Yeah. I'm about a music. I'm a music junkie. So what do we got here? This is. Oh, uh, my God. I can't it's like even. you have tools undertow in your hand. right? There. Oh, OK. I was not a big tool fan, but this looks like is this like one of their first? Uh, I think it's their first major album that, you know, got a lot of airplay i think they had another opiate i think was out before that okay uh this was the one where i don't know if you remember this video on mtv but it was like the it was like stop motion of this little kind of creature guy that had like pipes with like it looked like meat flowing through the pipes and stuff it was a very bizarre video. really um anyway if you don't remember but that was the uh probably the, the most known of the, okay. the songs that were played I bet you if TV. I saw it, I would probably yeah. recognize it. Yeah. It does have the love ballad prison sex on it. Yeah. So yeah. that one I remember. Yeah. And Sober was the one I think that was the video. The Sober. The, yeah. yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. um, I, you know, I think you should do one more okay. just because we've got, you know, the time to do it. All right. So what what's in the box, Tim? All right. Okay. So <laughs> I've grabbed, this is uh I'll, I'll let you uh, take a look at that. This was my my ID from the racquetball club that I belonged to. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, yeah. There it is. That is awesome. You look very happy uh, in in this particular photo, Tim. Would uh, we you a big racquetball guy? I actually was. I, I think it was probably like twelve or thirteen. I started playing racquetball and I played oh, all really? through. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, I know we've we've chatted about possibly playing pickleball. Yes. So yes. Just so you know, I've I've got a little bit of uh, pseudo experience in a, in a racket game, not necessarily pickleball. So. Do you think if you went back, they would like renew you? With the- <laughs> <laughs> well, what's ironic is that the place that I used to go to um, has been taken over by like a, a sports medicine facility, 
And I had to take my daughter in for an appointment in that very building where I used to play racquetball. Oh, nice. And it was so okay. weird. I'm like, oh, I wish it was still a racquetball court. But yeah, it's a, it's a physical therapy uh, in doctor's office now. So. That is a great photo of you, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was out in the sun a little too much. I'm pretty, uh, pretty orange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was super happy because this must have been later in 93. Uh, I was showing off my teeth with no braces. Oh, so that's why. Yeah. You, okay. Early, early 93, I still had my, uh, my silver teeth. Happy to be. Cover up my teeth all yeah. the time. So. <laughs> well, those are just some fantastic things. Um, and uh, thank, thanks for playing. I love when you uh, play the game. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hey, hey, Tim. I think it's time for our report card. That sounds about right to me. Uh, during the episode, we uh, were curious if uh, Lucas and Spielberg had collaborated after Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. Right. And yes, they do still frequently collaborate, most recently on the latest installment of the Indiana Jones franchise, The Dial of Destiny, due out later uh, this summer, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Should be exciting. All right. <laughs> uh, we also talked about the movie Dennis the Menace. Uh, and I was sort of mentioning the actor who played Dennis. I couldn't remember, and I thought he might be in another movie. Uh, that actor's name was Mason Gamble, uh, and I thought um, that he was in a movie that was with John Ritter called The Problem Child. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But uh, it turns out that was a different actor. It was an actor named Michael Oliver. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So two totally different, annoying, precocious children. Yep, that it is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, for some reason, had this vague memory of Michael Jordan's last shot in his first retirement, uh, being a, you know, game winner. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I was wrong. Um, Horace Grant hit John Paxson with a perfect pass and Paxson made a three pointer with 3.8 seconds left, giving the bulls the 98, uh, I'm sorry, 99, 98 lead. Uh, what's very interesting is Paxson's three point field goal was the only score by a bulls player other than Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so Michael Jordan did have the, you know, he carried them in that fourth quarter. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. He also did uh, announce his first retirement in October of that year. Nice. Uh, I had mentioned that I went to a Nirvana concert and the breeders were the opening act when nice. we were talking about that. Uh, and I did confirm I found the ticket stub. Mm -hmm. It was, in fact, November 9th of 93 that I saw them. Fantastic. And uh, I, I think it's crazy, but it was just the reality. The ticket price, 1850 Unbelievable. And uh, I, I think we both wish that concerts were still only 1850 <laughs> yeah. I was looking at getting uh, some tickets to see uh, Aerosmith's last uh, final tour or whatever, yeah. and... It's not 1850, no, is all no. I'll say. Put maybe a couple more zeros <laughs> after that. Right? Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Um, and uh, finally, we were curious if the power couple of Kalani Chung and Maury Povich were still together. And yes, they are still together after 36 years of marriage. So congratulations. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. So final grade? I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence, but A+. plus. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Can't get enough Latchkey Dad content? Well, check out latchkeydads.com. That's right, Greg. 
on our website, we've got a plethora of photos from each episode, as well as other uh, interesting links to content that we talk about on the show. Yeah, Tim, I really enjoy all the pictures that you put up there as they really bring the episode home. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm not afraid to uh, show those embarrassing photos of my childhood. So, uh, yeah, we encourage you to uh, check out the website, latchkeydads.com, for all that content. Excellent. And if you have a moment, check out our shop page where we've got really cool keychains for sale. If you don't know what to get your dad for Christmas, the holidays, Father's Day, birthday, check it out. It's a cool gift. Tim, did you know that listeners should like, review, and subscribe to the Latchkey Dads podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> but now I know. <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> no, he's out of the bottom.